podcast is completely unrelated to string or twine. It means to have a chat, a discussion. Generally very informal, often had amongst friends, neighbours and associates. Hello mate. Hello mate. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Glad to have you here. <laughs> I don't know why you're always welcoming <laughs> me to the show. I feel like because we're, we're still at our, the home and because you've moved out, mm. it's kind of like... Welcome back, you know? Thank you. Thank you for this welcome. No problem. Welcome to you too. Thank you. Hope you're feeling welcome. I am. Always. How have you been? Always. Yes, good. Thank you, mate. Good. How about you? Yes, not bad. Great. Not bad. Not bit. Not bit. No. Um, I see you've got something sitting to the side of you. Yes. I thought we could just start off the app by doing a little small tarot reading. Just a daily card draw. Love that. I uh, did one the other day and it was, I sent it to M. It was way too accurate. Mm. Um, yeah, it was like, it was everything you've been going through relating to one sort of thing. It, that was it. Like it, it said everything. Yeah. Just like this one thing that was really like, I don't know, like emotionally like draining me and like, yeah. And I really related to it. Mm. So Interesting. Love me tarot cards. Let's let's hit it, mate. I'm excited. Do you want me to draw first? Uh, yeah. So, do you shuffle? Yeah, I think I'll shuffle and then I'll just pick a card that sings to me. Yeah, good. Speaks to me, you know? Let's speak to you, mate. Sorry if you can hear the shuffling of the cards. Sh- I'm just a- at least you know what's, you know, really happening, it's happening. in real time, you know? Yes. You've got Kev sitting on your lap. I'm going to take a photo because he's looking pretty, pretty hilarious right now. Kevy, Kevin, just a bit of a shuffle. Kev, buddy, what's right. this? Ready? <laughs> Are we ready? Ready. I have pulled the ten of wands, like straight. What's the word? Huh? When it's upside, when the card's upside down, it's called like reversed. But I've I've pulled an upright ten of wands. Okay. And the card has a man, like, holding ten, like, kind of sticks on, like, a little path outside. And the card says, weighed down with problems. Very heavy load. Oh. So. And what does that mean if it's upside down? I'm not sure. I normally, whenever I pull a tarot cards, because I'm still, like, new at pulling them and... I'm not very experienced. I like to just Google the card mm. and there's a site that's called Biddy Tarot yeah. and that has a really good explanation of what the card means and then also what it means if you pull it reversed. Mm. Um, so I'll have a quick look. Have a look and I'll start. Yeah, great. Do a bit of a shuffle. So I'm just shuffling my cards now, really letting them speak to me. Just, you know, thinking about the cards, looking at the cards. Putting your energy into the cards, mate. Exactly. All this palm energy. All right, I've got it. So upright, the Ten of Wands, means burden, extra responsibility, hard work, and completion. (laughs) The Ten of Wands notes that you are taking on an extra burden, a heavier workload, a greater responsibility, even though that it is weighing you down and making things tougher for you, you understand that it is only temporary. So you're willing to put in the hard work now to accomplish your goal and reap the rewards later. For example, 
You may work extra hours to save up for the family holiday, or you may help out a friend with moving house, knowing that they will return the favour when you move later in the year. Or you may care for a sick family member, adding to your responsibilities at home, but knowing your loved one deeply appreciates it. Sometimes the Ten of Wands appears when you are unconsciously taking on extra responsibility and finding yourself feeling weighed down, exhausted and burnt out. You may try to do everything at once, even though you know it is adding extra pressure to your daily life. The Ten of Wands asks you to stop and examine your current lifestyle or work. Assess which activities or tasks are urgent or important, particularly concerning your broader goals. You may need to use various time management or prioritisation methods to determine where best to spend your time and which tasks you need to drop. Your goals need to be higher efficiency while also freeing yourself up for rest and relaxation when you need it. Wow. There's a few more. There's a bit more, but I won't go okay. too much. But <laughs> very spot on. Yeah. And it's like it links so well to the other card that I pulled the other day. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So very interesting. Crazy. Good man. Um, a bit of a curveball here. Mm. There are two cards that I really want to pick. Am I allowed to pick two? I, I don't really know the rules, but I'm if because they both just really you, caught my eye. Then I think you should and flip them. Okay. Uh, like that way. Yeah, just like Kev has just planted himself on my legs. Thank you, Kev. Oh, both upside down. Both don't reverse. Like that. So she's got the two of pentacles, and she's got. The, is it chariot? Oh, I can't read it upside down. Yeah, the chariot. Okay. Movement of residence. <laughs> <laughs> Victory over a situational problem. Balancing the opposite polarities. Okay. Mo- okay, movement of residence, like 100%. Well, that's... <laughs> like, you can't make this crap up. <laughs> and then... For the two of pentacles, it says money, confusion, juggling two situations or ideas around. Yeah, which is still pretty relevant. Great. All right, I'm going to – I've searched up your cards, so we'll do a bit of a explanation. The chariot – up, uh, sorry, reversed – is self-discipline, opposition, lack of direction. And then I'll go to the reversed. It – Where is it? At times, the reverse chariot is a warning that you are letting obstacles and challenges get in the way, preventing you from achieving what you set out to do. It's all getting too hard and you don't have the will to go on. If that resonates, stop for a moment and think about the things that matter most to you and why you want to achieve this goal. Will you allow other people's opinions to sway you or give up as soon as going gets tough? Or will you follow through on your commitment? Before taking action, the reverse chariot may be a hint that you are focusing your energy and attention on your internal processes such as self-discipline, inner determination and personal commitment. You may home in on the intentions that align with your higher self or you can use visualization and meditation to make sure your energy aligns with your goals. These internally focused actions are essential so that when the time comes to act, you'll be ready. Sim- similarly, similarly, that's the word that neither of us can say. Can you say it? Similarly, it's sim- such a I can't time. say it. <laughs> the chariot reverse suggests that you may be trying to manage every minute minute detail in your life, but in doing so, you feel even more out of control. Loosen your grip and let things run their course. Be open to offer to offers of help, and then be grateful for what you receive, even if it's not perfectly aligned with your expectations. 
you do not always have to be in the driver's seat. Oh. How do you feel about that, mate? Yeah, I feel like that's just really matching, like, what's going on. Yeah. Like, just moving house, like, you know, not having the job that I wanted, just, yeah. like, needing a change and not knowing what to do. Yeah. Woo! And, like, the obstacles thing, like, I'm, I'm starting a YouTube channel and that's something that I've just always had excuses of there being obstacles in my way to be able to do that even though I've wanted to do it for a really long time. Yeah. And I've sort of just finally been like, it's happening. And I feel like there's still a lot of other things that I put off because I just let obstacles get in the way. Yeah. Interesting. Good, mate. Something to think about. Yeah, a bit of food for thought. Now your two of pentacles reverse. Yes, yes, yes. An inverted position, the two of pentacles warns that you are overcommitted and at times struggling to maintain your overloaded schedule or stay on top of your bills. Others might not see it yet, but the stress is getting to you and you may even catch yourself dropping the ball. Follow this card's lesson and get organised. You may need to bring more structure to your responsibilities through budgets, to-do lists, uh. planning or a diary and effective time management. Turn down opportunities that are no longer in alignment with your goals. The reverse two of pentacles can also be a sign you are over-investing in one area of your life at the expense of others. For example, you may excel in your career but have little time for your family or your partner, leaving them feeling disconnected and alone. While you may get away with a few late nights at work, there will come a time when enough is enough. Something has to give. The reverse two of pentacles invites you to reassess your priorities and goals and decide where you want to spend your time and energy. Distractions are plenty and it will take every ounce of your concentration to stay true to your goals. Choose the one thing you need to focus on so you can give it your undivided attention and you'll reach success. That's so crazy because I feel like those two cards, like they really they tie in. Don't tie they? in. So I told well. you I couldn't pick between them. That's crazy. Because one was on top and one was down in here, and I sort of flicked and I was like, "No, nah, that's the card." But I was like, "I've been looking at that top one for the entire time." That's not like, and they both say like kind of. They're saying similar things about goals and like reassessing and like choosing one thing. Yeah. And like prioritizing and doing it and doing it. Melissa says I'll succeed. <laughs> If right. I do that, that gives Fantastic. me hope. Everybody, uh, when the YouTube channel's up, Emma around the globe, check it out. Please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe. Uh, do you want a shout out to your YouTube? Uh, no, no need. Okay. <laughs> no, I made a YouTube channel a few years ago, but I haven't really used it. It was really bloody since. good. Very That's motivating. Fine. I really liked it. Thank you. No worries. And I'll get back there just at this time in my life. It's not, it's not my focus. Yeah, fair enough. I'm As really you were. Enjoy, I'm, I'm enjoying the podcast. Oh, loving honest. it. Yeah. It's just really me. Like, I, yeah. can, I feel like I can say what I want. You feel natural. I feel natural. And it's yeah. not like... With YouTube, the problem is there's a lot... There's a lot more involved than just, like... Filming is fine. Mm. It's, like, all the equipment you need and, like, the editing and the music what? and the thumbnails. And then you have to kind of, like, pick a day and, like, get ready for it. Whereas, like, podcasts, mm. you can kind of, like, just sit down and do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's something that I'll definitely like go back to. Good. Just taking us. We can collaborate. We can do a collab. Fantastic. In Turkey. Great. (laughs) We can do a podcast in Turkey. Speaking of today's app, we're actually talking about travel in today's app. Yeah. Um, (laughs) in the corner crying because she realizes she won't be able to travel for a few years to come. Yeah. We're talking about it today. We went out for... Um, brunch. Today. We went out for brunch. <laughs> Woo! Woohoo! Um, and we were pretty much saying that, like, 
I don't think international travel will be a thing until they find a vaccine, which I don't think will be happening for a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're a, we're a bit of a way off. Mm. But that's okay. Yeah. We just reminisce on all the good times we've had overseas. And that's what we're doing today. Fantastic. We'll get back to that soon. Will we? Don't we have other things to talk about? Do we? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to talk about, man? Oh. You let the listeners know. Oh. <laughs> I could talk about anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just needed to do a quick fill you in on a little situation that I had yesterday. So, last podcast, I let you all know that I bought a drone for the YouTube channel. Yes. <laughs> so, I had had it for like three days. And I took it out yesterday. I went down to like a reservoir. And With Mac, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Mac. Thank you, Mac. Shout out, Mac. Good to see you there, buddy. Uh, thank you for your support during this tough time. Um, and I just... So Mac was getting a bit excited about the drone. She was filming the takeoff. Um, and we've been in the air for about 40 seconds. I'm sort of just flown it out over the water. And there's like a little cliff under it. So it's like sort of above the cliff and the water. Um... And then a message comes up on the drone saying, um, error, um, motor obstruction, please remove, right? It's like <laughs> up in the air. I'm like, well, um, and literally that notification comes up. I'm like reading it. I look up and it starts plummeting from the sky, crashes into the rocks in this like embankment <laughs> where there's a big fence and you're not allowed to climb over. I shouldn't have flown it over the fence. It was stupid, but um, I'm a new, I'm a new pilot. I didn't know. I didn't know these things. Out <laughs> plates on. Yeah, out plates on. And I was like, I was lo- like, I stay low because I'm quite cautious at the moment. I don't do it. Obviously, you don't do it around other people. Like, you know, I, I don't want to endanger this anyone. Powerful. <laughs> it's powerful, and there's a lot of rules, and they're quite serious, and like they should be serious because it can be dangerous. Yeah. Um, and if anybody who knows me, I'm a big fan of rules. I like rules. I like sticking to the rules. Yes. Um, I live my life that way. <laughs> um, You're a good citizen, Matt. Thanks. Thank you. That means a lot. Mm. Um, yeah, so it crashes and I'm just sort of – I stayed – I was I was particularly calm. Like I just sort of looked and I'm like, well, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. That was that was a cool couple of days. <laughs> so, I mean, I had some fun. <laughs> um, and Mac's like, no, it didn't fall into the water. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Meg. You, Meg. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but no, I'm not climbing over that fence, so I'm not going down into a prohibited area. <laughs> like, it's not happening. Um, and this man, he's like, he saw it like happen, and he started. He was like looking, and then he sort of walked off, and he's like, no, I can't let this happen to these girls. And then, <laughs> he's my actual hero. And then he comes over. He's like, I'll climb the fence, and I will find it. And I was like, no, 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 because me and my rules. I was like, you are not climbing that fence. What if you get hurt? What if you fall down the rocks? What if a rock falls on your head? What if you slip and cut yourself? What if you fall into the water? There are so many things that could go wrong here. What if you get caught and get fined? Mm. Anyway, he's like, it's it's fine. And I was like, no, 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 no. Anyway, we we're all sort of looking along, trying to find the drone for a while. And um, uh, on the controller, all I can see is like the drone on its side, and it's like just sort of like fuzzy and like. I'm like breaking up and I can just see a propeller like spinning. <laughs> and I can see the light as well, the red light. <laughs> oh, this is so this upsetting. Is this is it. It's done. <laughs> and then he spots it. He's like, there. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness. That's it. He just whips over the fence. He jumps. 
He flies down the rocks, like, at great speed. I'm just looking at Mac like, oh, no, I'm going to jail. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to die and it's going to be my fault. I was very stressed. And then he just starts running back up the rocks. I just want to be like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> and he's got it. He hands it to me. He's like, I'm like Jackie Chan and walks off. <laughs> he was incredible. Uh, my hero. Man. Yeah. Incredible. What a local legend. So I got my drone back, a few scratches, still flies, missing a propeller, but I had a spare one, so that's okay. Just a little unsure of why it happened. Mm. Um, Quite the concern. Yeah. When I just saw it, it just dropped. <laughs> it just <laughs> fell from the sky. Oh, um, and most there. people would just say that's pilot error, but like, I'm not sure what I could have done differently. Mm. So anyway. Great. Have you flown it since? Yeah, I took it back home, put a new propeller on it, and then just flew it in the front yard. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was fine. Just did a quick flight. I can't fly it today because it's raining. Mm. But, yeah, a bit stressful. Really lowered my confidence. But don't worry, I'll get back to it. You'll get back. Because when you see how high in the air it goes. I, like, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I'm keen to see My it. goodness. It's actually unbelievable. Yeah. Great. It's crazy. What a, what a machine, mate. Oh, it's a machine. Wait for the shots. Check out the uh, YouTube channel and around the globe in a couple of weeks. There'll be a nice little video there. Snippets. My first vlog. Yeah. No, it's sick though. Cause it does like, it goes up and then it does like, a, it does like a panorama. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool. like, it's, it's real cool. Yeah. It's called like, cause I'm still sort of, there's some like preset ones. So I choose this one called like meteoroid and it sends it up. And like videos it flying out and then it does the panorama so that it does like a 360 view of what's above you. So yeah. it kind of looks like you're looking down on the world. Yeah. Cause it's it really looks cool. like around like. Yeah. Earth. And that, I mean like it's pretty simple just cause you, I literally don't have to do much for mm. that to happen. Um, because it is quite difficult to get like smooth shots because I'm learning. It's a bit, you know, breaky and yeah. jerky. So I'm just trying to um, become a smooth pilot. Right. No, um, no passengers yet. I'm not at that kind of level. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Excited for you, mate. I'm excited too. It's, it's a lot of fun. Lovely. Quite a, the biggest purchase I've ever made except for Brent. Yeah. And my car. Mm. Mm. The officer. The officer. Duke. Okay, good. On to the app. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Would you like to tell the listeners? We're going to talk about our holiday to New Zealand in 2016. Yes. It was 2016. The, su- the summer so, of yeah. 2016. The summer of January. Yeah, January to Feb. Yeah, late, late Jan yeah. to Feb. Yeah. Uh, we did a top deck tour for mm. 21 days. Yeah. Um, we did the north and south island of NZ. Yeah. We, um, um, <laughs> we, uh, we, we started in Auckland. Yes. Um... And do you remember day one? Not out of Australia yet. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about this story. <laughs> so it was just me and, and our friend Binamate. Yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Um, and we went, we all met at my house, I think at the time. And mm. Ryan, my boyfriend, drove us to the airport. <laughs> Before we <laughs> left for the airport, though. You were still like packing and doing some things in your room. Yeah. And we hadn't picked up Binamate yet. No. Nah. And I was like, I just brought my bags over and was waiting. Or oh, you guys picked me up, I think. Yeah. And we were just at the house. Yeah. And then 
like anyone who knows me knows that I like I hate hugs <laughs> and I do everything to avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan comes running towards me to hug me and like it's like he like sort of jumped up with force and then sort of just landed down on my foot accidentally. <laughs> he just unfortunately landed on like my pinky toe on my right foot and just sort of like crushed it a little bit. And I was like, you know, when you just know that something hurts more than, than normal, mm, it's not just like, it's not just a bruise. bruise. Like yeah. now I was like, this is, this is serious. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> Cause I had my, and I had my docks on. I had my docks yeah, on. Yeah, like Doc Martin boots. Yeah, and it happened through those. <laughs> and you didn't take them off. Like, you had them oh. on the whole time on the flight. And, like, you didn't take them off until we got to Auckland at, like, maybe, like... Oh, it was, like, 1 a.m. or something. Because do you remember? So, I remember I had I had a... Um, no, I had an ice pack on it. I took it off at the house, had an ice pack on it, put the shoe back on mm. when we got in the car. Yeah. And then... It had swollen whilst in the shoe. Um, and, <laughs> and on the flight. And on the flight. Yeah, the flight would not have helped. No. Eh? Um, and I take it off. We get into the hotel. I take off the shoe and it's still just ringing with pain. Like, it's still so painful. Like, walking was so... I remember yeah, I walking remember through, the, through airport the airport and I was there. crying. I yeah. had tears rolling down my face. And because it's not like... I feel like some of your toes you can sort of get away with. But so much pressure goes on that point of your foot and it was mm. down like quite low um yeah because it's the edge of your foot yeah so it was really hard to walk and it was so painful yeah i took the shoe off and it was black it was just <laughs> it was awful and then i couldn't put the shoe back on it didn't fit i couldn't tie the shoe up and it was too painful to yeah so for the first like two weeks of the trip i could only wear do you remember we were in the bay of <laughs> islands and you went down to the chemist or something the only pair of thongs you could get me, or maybe Vina got them for they were me. Like these terrible, like white, thick white thongs. Like they were the worst thongs you've ever seen, and they did not look comfortable. But like they you weren't. couldn't fit your foot into anything. Nah, and because where we were, there was just no like. I don't know why they don't sell normal thongs. Happy <laughs> Yeah, you got them from like the chemist or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> um. And then so like it pretty much stopped her from doing everything. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not a big adrenaline person. Like I wouldn't there was a lot of activities that I wouldn't have done. Yeah. I'm more like I love landscape and like just having a fun time. And like hikes and walks and seeing the scenery and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And the the main the number one thing that I was really excited for was um the Tongariro crossing, which you did. Yeah. Where um, was that again? That's in Mount Tongariro on the North Island. Yeah. After Rotorua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, which I did. And, like, Binna, she... We stayed at this Scotel. The Scotel <laughs> The Scotel Holiday Scotel Inn. Alpine Resort. Um, and it's probably the worst accommodation I've ever stayed at. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, sorry, Scotel, but sorry, Scotel. you went great. There's not many options in the area. No, it's very remote. It's like, I feel like you either go cheap or you go, like, luxury. Bougie. Yeah. And we were staying... Um, like, the, just the beds, and, like, it was a bit dirty, and... Mm, the bed bugs. Some people were thinking there was bed bugs. I don't know if there was, We were all but freaked out. We are all just paranoid. Um, but it was worth it for... Well, for me. For, for you. me. I ended up getting altitude sickness, which I didn't even know was possible at that kind of altitude. <laughs> it wasn't really high up. That wasn't... Like, it was high up, but it wasn't like... Like, I've lived in the hills my whole life. Mm. 
I just remember having a really bad you. run. I just remember not being able to sit up and I was dizzy, you know. And you're just feeling really ugh. You know, and you're like, you can't eat. And yeah, I've been, how I've been feeling recently, actually. <laughs> Maybe now that I think about it. hills. <laughs> yeah. Altitude. Oh. oh, I've got the altitude sickness again. Um, but no, nah, that was like, Anyone that goes to NZ, you have to do the Tongariro crossing. Yeah. I did it. It's like a 20, I think it's a 22K hike. Mm. Um, and you get to go see like the active volcanoes. That's really cool. That's so cool. It's really, it's hard, but like, I wasn't, I don't even, I wouldn't say I was fit back then, but I wasn't like, you know, that unfit. Mm. Um, and I think I did pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you and like well. you can take your time, like you take a backpack, you can like stop and like. You were competitive about it too. Like, I remember you getting back and like, this is the time I didn't, I beat these people. Yeah, I can't <laughs> fall in like, the group. Great. There was like 20 of us. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. For me, that's a great achievement. Good. Very competitive. But yes, no, great, great experience. Would recommend it to anyone. Mm. And you, so you were out that day at Tongariro yeah. doing that. Bina went off on a, like a little small walk with like a some, waterfall walk some other something. people. Yeah, something like that. And I just lied in the Scotel Alpine Resort. <laughs> Toes up. <laughs> Toes up. Really just laughing at I had those Alfies on from Hobbiton. <laughs> just <laughs> put up that photo. We know the video. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember the video. Oh, when Binna got angry at us. Sorry, yeah. Binna. If you sorry, ever listen to this episode, we're sorry that Love we annoyed you, you so much. Um, but yeah, that was kind of, I don't know, that was maybe a quarter of the way through the trip yeah maybe just yeah we skipped a few things skipped a few things but basically it started in Auckland and finished in Christchurch yeah um I can't remember like the order of where we visited but I guess we'll just talk about some of the highlights yeah big highlights and some of the big moments yeah (laughs) because there are a few big moments that weren't necessarily highlights but quite defining moments what big moments like the the earthquake. Oh, yes. <laughs> the natural disaster. Yes. Great. Uh, um, so <laughs> the, by the way, this was my first international trip. Mm. First time overseas. Yeah. Uh, so it was a big one for me. And I have lots of family in New Zealand. So I'd, I've been to New Zealand more times than I could count. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't been in a long time. And I also hadn't really flown for quite a while. And at this point, this was before you went on your big Europe trip. So you were like, I remember the flight, you were like literally in tears, like yeah. panic mode. Yeah. I just couldn't calm down. Yeah. I was so nervous. And then on the way back, she had to, so it ended in Christchurch and me and Bindu went home like a few days. We stayed with Em's granddad. Yeah. Um, shout out Uncle John. <laughs> um, I'm sure he'll never listen to this. <laughs> well, if he does. Hello, uh, Uncle John. Hello. How are you? Um, but we stayed with him for maybe three days after the tour in Christchurch. And then me and Binner got on the plane and went back together. And Em stayed on for like a week or a week yeah. and a bit more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I remember you telling me on the plane back you were seated next to this lady. And yeah. you were just like. She was hysterical. a dental, uh, she was a dentist Yeah. and, um, she held my hand the entire three and a half hour flight. Um, it was really, t- it was a really turbulent flight and I just was so, and especially after the earthquake, like I was done. I, I remember landing in Melbourne and mum picked me up and I just remember saying, I am never, ever, no matter what, getting on a plane ever again. I'm never going to New Zealand again. I'm done with travel. Like that's it. 
book closed. I was like, I can never. And mum's like, but what about the family? And I was like, never. <laughs> they can come to me. Um, Little did you know, a year later, you'd been on a bloody six-week Europe trip. A couple of years later. It took me, yeah. <laughs> it took me like nearly three years to overcome that. Overcome it, But yeah. like that... That's something I, mean, I never that thought was I would a three do. and a half hour flight, and then you did like big Euro ones. That's a yeah, one fourteen hour flight, and then like a seven hour flight to get to Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, it was a big jump. Big jump. <laughs> I just had to like not think about it for a really long time. <laughs> but yeah, I literally held this lady's hand for three and a half hours, and I remember her saying to me, "She's like, do you drive at home?" And I was like, "Yeah, I drive a car." And at the time, my car's name was John Ralphio. It was this little two door Barina. <laughs> Terrible. She's like, just pretend you're in John Ralphio going over potholes. <laughs> I said, like, yeah. I'm like a 19 year old girl, just like crying. It's so embarrassing. Um, then we got to the airport. She's like, are you gonna be alright? Do you want me to wait till your mum is around? And I was like, I'll be alright. I'm off the She's plane just now. Did you as her mum? Yeah. Honestly, just she was the best lady I've ever met. She was so lovely. That's nice. Yeah. Um. And quite traumatic. And lucky for you, you you made the smart choice of flying with Air New Zealand. Yeah, because I knew better than to fly with Jetstar. Me, a 19-year-old girl on my first international flight, I'll fly Jetstar. Yeah, I just remember like, good luck. <laughs> I would pay extra money any day of the week to not fly Jetstar. We got on. like So we all flew Air New Zealand on the way there. And I was actually probably the most comfortable flight I've been on. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's just... They're fantastic. And because the seating arrangement was 333. Yeah. So it was good because we were in the middle. And I think the middle yeah. was good. Yeah. And because you can like, move and there's like Lovely. three of us in the middle. All together. Then on the way back, <laughs> me and Binna hop on Jetstar. <laughs> and like Binna's a small human. Tiny. Like she's tiny, petite human. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know, I'm like normal height. I'm like five foot seven. Um, but even Binna, she was so cramped and mm. I was even more cramped. <laughs> and like I could barely put my feet like down. You can't. Because your knees are like in your chest. You literally can't. <laughs> it's not possible. <laughs> I was like, mm. yeah. Rookie mistake. I would never fly Jetstar and not get extra leg room. So I think I've learned from that and I haven't flown, flown Jetstar since. Mm, I did. That uh, nine-hour flight, uh, 11-hour flight back from Hawaii <laughs> on New Year's Day. What a treat. <laughs> this year. Great start to the year. Mate, at least you got your travelling this year. Yeah, I got one day in a plane. I booked two holidays this year and didn't go to on either of them. Yeah, so two quite big ones too. Mm. Nevertheless, back oh, well. to the back to the topic. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> sorry. keep digressing, don't we? Um, so after Auckland, Auckland, like honestly, I didn't really love Auckland. I felt like it I was could, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's know? a nice city, but you would never go to New Zealand just to see Auckland unless you had family close by or something like yeah. like a reason, or you were there for business or something like that. Like as a city, if you're going through, you might as well check it out. Mm. But you would never base a holiday around going to Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, did we hit Bay of Islands next? Was that the second? Yeah, then we went up north to Bay of Islands. Yeah. Which was, I thought it was cool. It was quite like, it was kind of like quiet and just like. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty chill. Um, Lots of like, if you like water activities, heaps of water sport activities to do up there, which is cool. Yeah. Um, Me and Binamate did uh, some parasailing. You did. That was the honestly the funniest thing I've ever seen you two up in the air parasailing. I watched it from like the jetty. It was hilarious. It wasn't as bad. It's really not scary. Because mm. you like, so you just like take, well, for me, yeah. I'm, I'm not really afraid of heights. But Bina yeah. was, 
Bitter's not really a big adrenaline person, and she no. did it. And like as soon as we, but got she's up also there, not a scared person either. She doesn't get scared. Yeah, she's very. I feel like she's very open to a lot of things. Mm. Like when we, so after Bay of Islands, we went to was it Rotorua? We went to next. Yeah, where it smells like egg. Yes. Oh no! So we went Bay of Islands. We came down. We stopped in quite a few places. Yeah, like as um, you're driving. And I can't. I feel like there was one in between, but I just can't remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rotorua was the next like main one. Yeah, and we um, that's where me and Binna did the whitewater rafting. That's right. Oh my goodness, this is so funny. And then Emily, Emily sat on the side and watched. Yeah, as um, per usual. <laughs> and they were doing like the pre like safety sort of thing, like instruction. And they were like, "Does everyone know how to swim?" Like <laughs> just a simple question. Oh no, this wasn't Rotorua, was it? Yes, oh, it was. Maybe it, it was. was just outside Rotorua. Like, it wasn't in. Because we stayed at the Maori... Yeah. Um, in, like, Tekapo, was it? Oh, yeah. Where the blue... Where Hooker Falls is. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I think it was kind of just outside of Rotorua, maybe. Mm. But it was the whitewater rafting. And they were like, yeah, does everyone know how to swim? And everyone was like, yeah. And they're, like, telling you how to, like, put on the life jacket and kind of just, like, giving you the instruction for when we go down. Like, when we go down this <laughs> waterfall. Because it was, like, level... It was a level five or something, wasn't it? Which is really hard. It was a hard... Like, it's an intense one. And I don't think, like... I'm pretty sure Binna had never been whitewater rafting and I had never been whitewater rafting. And she doesn't know how to swim. Yeah, even though she said, yeah. <laughs> so... Me and Peter are sitting next to each other in this raft. <laughs> the waterfall's coming. And it's pretty, like, chill going down. Like, you're just like, yeah. And the waterfall comes. And they tell you to, like, put your head down and, like, hold on to the, the sides of the raft. <laughs> just going down this raft. Eyes closed, head down. And we got to the bottom. And I look up just to see. And Bitter Mate's still sitting there next to me. I was like, oh, my oh, gosh. She made it. <laughs> But two people in front of us who were sitting, like, at the front of the raft had, like, fallen into the water and, like, went under. So I'm like, thank God that wasn't bitter. Oh. Otherwise, I would have just... She's done. She's... See you, mate. You come back to camp. And I'm like, where's Bindu? <laughs> she didn't make it. She didn't make it. <laughs> oh. But, um, oh. yeah. And, like, it's just, like... Oh, I love her. I love her attitude towards Me those too. things, though. She's so just, like, carefree and, like, it didn't really face it. No, she's like, all right, well, nothing <laughs> bad happened. <laughs> great. But that was great. That was a great experience. And then Road of Rua, we did. Um... <laughs> that just gets me. That's so funny. <laughs> oh. I'll never forget that. Um, then did we go to Hobbiton? Was that? That was from Road of Rua, yeah. 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 So did Hobbiton, did the Lord of Rings a little thing. cute little walk. Cute little it's such a pretty area. Yeah. It's a bit like, like, okay, I've seen it now. Like, I probably wouldn't ask to go on the tour. If yeah, you could just go and see it yourself. No, neither. But if someone was like a hardcore Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah. It's sick. Um, and just like, it's super picturesque regardless. Like, it's yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'd never watched the movies, so for oh. me it was just, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I always grew up watching them. It's yeah. the thing I watched a lot, but, um, yeah. But not something like... to kind of, like, tick off the list. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Cool thing to have seen. Um, and then did we go 
That was North Island, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we, we went down to Wellington. Yeah. The Windy City. Yeah. And we were there for like, so we were there when it just wasn't windy and everyone had been like, it's really, really windy here. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because like, um, you come in, like there's like the bay and you've got like the cliff side area and they have those, do you remember how they have those pulley things to get up to the houses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they park at the bottom. Yeah. And they get into this like little lift pulley and they, thing and they pull it up yeah. to get to their property. Which is cool. Which is cool. Yeah. We didn't do much there. We sort of just went out. We went out. We went out one night, remember? Yeah. With the gang. And that was because, like, that was kind of, like, halfway through the tour. So, a lot of the people on our tour, like, kind of only did the... The North Island. The North Island. And then yeah. they left. And then we, like, continued on. And then you pick up new people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we did... Was Nelson? Did we go to Nelson? Yeah, so we caught the ferry over. Yeah. Which can be super choppy. Um, but we had it on a really good day. And it's still... You still feel it. But it's mm. not... Ter- like, it's not as bad as it they say it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we went to um, – so the ferry takes you into Picton. Yeah. Um, and we went straight on into Nelson where that really cute orange cat. Oh. Titan or something its name was. It was named – yeah, Titan. Yeah. That was a cool accommodation as well. It was well. really cool, wasn't it? Yeah. I liked I liked Nelson. And that's where I got really angry because <laughs> I was <laughs> sick. I didn't feel like sick and I yeah, – everything was going wrong. And it was like our first – I guess all of our first holidays kind of like together as a group of friends. Yeah. And so like we were kind of lucky because when you do like a top deck tour, you get like every place you go, you kind of like sign up to like be in the same room as like two or three Mm. other people depending on what the accommodation's like. Because we were a three, it was always just us three. Yeah. Um, So that, that worked out well. Um, but it just kind of, M just got to a point where she was just... I'm like, it. I'm a really social person, but I also just need so much space. Yeah. And I was done. I was like, I, I need, I need space. <laughs> Sorry to yell. Um, yeah, I was just going crazy. Just like little things like, Bindu was always chewing gum. It's like, like Yeah, but you are easily irritated. Oh, I'm so easily irritated, especially if I don't have a way to escape and I didn't have like... I just didn't have that option a lot of the time for like on the bus or like like needed to go to sleep in the room or like whatever. Yeah. And I think because I'd been sick, I just wasn't feeling the best ever on the trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everything was just like everything feels worse. Tea. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. Um. And I cracked it, and I remember I you guys went for a walk to just leave me be for a little bit. You came back with an ice cream. I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then everyone came and sat in our room. We were just hanging out. Oh, It was yeah. really nice. And then we went and sat on the beach that night or something, I think. Yeah. And we did the quad biking in Nelson. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, so, I have to put a photo of that up, too, because that's hilarious. So, again, we went to do the quad biking. Em and Bindu were like, yeah, we'll ride our own bikes. We'll, like, it's pretty. I don't know. It's like driving a car. Like, it's a quad bike. Is it? <laughs> then you both got on your own quad bikes and just, like, couldn't. I was sick. Yeah. I had no energy. I, it freaked me out a little bit, I will admit. But I also just didn't have the energy. Mm. Um, so I sat on the back of an instructor and so did Bindu. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, that was pretty much Nelson. We were only there for a couple of days. Then yeah. we went to... Where did we go from there? With then the we stayed in... Didn't we? Oh, we went to Kaikoura. Kaikoura, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is beautiful. I got some oysters. 
Yeah. Oh, I remember that across from the beach. Yeah. The black um black rock beach. It's like all like pebbles and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and some people went swimming with seals there. Yeah, that would have been cool. I wish I wish I had have done that. Me, me now. There are so many things on that trip that I would like. I reckon I would have gone parasailing if it was me now. I just yeah. feel like I give a lot more a go these days. Yeah. Um. Whereas I was just so scared of everything then. Yeah, you've come um, a long way, mate. Thanks, mate. No problem. But yeah, I would. I would not pass up the chance to swim with seals now. That's sick. Hmm. Um, and then from Kaikoura we went to, I can't remember. Then we went to Christchurch for a night and we stayed at the break, um, the break free, break even, break free. Yes. For one night. What about Queenstown? No, that was after it. Oh. Because we went through Christchurch to go down. Oh, I guess. So we went to Christchurch, then we went across to Hokitika and we saw Uncle Ray. Yes, Uncle Ray. (laughs) Um, who, um, is my, he's like my second uncle or something, um, on my mum's side of the family and he works at the Jade factory in Hokitika and he had made me a couple of necklaces and like we dropped in there on our way through, which was really cool. Um, really nice to see him. And then, yeah, I didn't speak about when we're in Christchurch, when we're staying, I remember I'm a really big boy and bear fan and we're in the lobby and I was like, Brit, but that's Dave from Boy and Bear. <laughs> they were staying in the same hotel as us and I was too scared to say hi, but that was a really exciting moment for me. Yes. Um, and that accommodation was really weird. It was like high tech. It was like we were in Japan or something. It was so weird. It was like a high rise, not high rise. It was just like a really tall city building yeah. that was built after the really bad Christchurch earthquakes. It was so out of place in Christchurch, I felt. Too. Especially because so much had fallen down and they're building new things and we were there at a time where it was like, a lot hadn't been built yet. Everything was still pretty low to the ground. So it was a really tall building compared to everything else. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's hard for you to compare it because you didn't see the city before the earthquake. Yeah. Whereas like it, it previously wouldn't have fit in that well because it's a newer building and everything was really old. Mm. Um, but it would have meshed better, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because there were more taller buildings then. Yeah. Um, but now they obviously had to rebuild ones that, are made for to be able to withstand an earthquake and yeah we were up in there and it was so it was so weird like it was cool but it was like not like anywhere else that we stayed no. on the trip everywhere else was like you know pretty old and the scotel like, had character and was yeah <laughs> and like the scotel <laughs> i mean we weren't on like a luxury tour no you know that it's going to be and that's like the thing that. when like if you haven't been on a top deck i feel like be prepared for, like, the accommodation is pretty average. They do vary in their trip styles, though. So it yeah. depends what trip style you do. Because you can do back to backpacker-type trip styles that cost less, or you can pay more than we did, and you can get better accommodation, or you can upgrade your room type. And we never upgraded or anything like that. We were yeah. just in the triple room all the time. Yeah. Because um, I feel like – because there was a few couples on our trip, which they obviously – they didn't want to be with other people, so mm-hmm. they upgraded to, like, their own – twin room yeah sort of thing so but i wonder if that was better accommodation or do you think it was just usually it's a little bit better but it's not um because they're not staying in the like hostel style a lot of the time yeah but the difference is like i think if you're doing a trip like top deck it's obviously made for younger people yeah and the people the sort of people that are traveling they're not there to spend time in the accommodation that's sort of why you're doing a group tour yeah so you just sort of accept that yeah the accommodation is livable it's clean it's you know there's nothing wrong with it but you're not going there 
to sit like in a resort. Yeah. So it's just different. Yeah. Um, like the only one that I had any issue with was Scotel. <laughs> and that's because in the area you sort of just have to accept that unless you want to pay a lot of money, yeah. there just aren't the options. Yeah. If, if that's somewhere you really want to go, then you just compromise. Yeah. Unless you can pay more. Um, yeah. But yeah. So then it's Christchurch. Then we went down to Queenstown and we stayed there for, I think, three nights or something. Yeah, we spent a fair bit of time in Queenstown. Um, lots of activities to be done. You did a pretty cool one. The yeah, I did shot the, over. what is it called? The Canyon Swing? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was like 100, I think it was 110 metre jump over the like the river or something. Yeah. Um, that was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Did that with one of the girls on the tour. Mm. Um, and then did we do anything else? Went to Ferg Burger. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Or did I go on a separate trip? I think we didn't go because the line was massive. Oh, we just went out the front, didn't we? Yeah, we were going to we gonna yeah. go. It's like this massive burger place that everyone raves about. Jess from Flying the Nest has her photo up on the wall. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... It, the line was massive and because we went like peak time too it was pretty busy yeah because we were there in summer so it was you know packed yeah it was packed um, um oh we did the the sky oh uh, the we did the luge we went the on there um and the chair is it a chairlift yeah like the chairlift up up the hill yeah um in queenstown and then we went on the luge down which was pretty hilarious yeah um we have some funny photos like in the in the lift as well. Yeah. Um, which is cool. But like I I did a lot of just relaxation at mm. Queenstown. Just walking around. Yes. Having a nice time. We went out for some drinks one night. Oh uh, yeah. Emily got a bit too uh <laughs> had a few too many. Yes. <laughs> and then we uh it wasn't even that bad. It's just kind of eaten anything for a really long time. Yeah. And then um He'd left Finna, mate, at the, at the pub. <laughs> See you, mate. <sighs> Sorry, Finna. Sorry, Finna. Yeah, well, I got kicked out. <laughs> she was throwing up in the toilets. And the guy knocks on you. You hate that I'm telling this yeah, story. Yeah, I do, you? but that's fine. <laughs> Linda's probably listening. Emily. <laughs> mm. Shout out, mum. <laughs> um, and they were knocking on the door and they're like, Come on, Chandigarh, it's time to go. <laughs> and then I was at the front, I was like, Brit, Brit, I've been kicked out. Because <laughs> there was this like balcony thing, and you know, it was like up high, and you were just down on the, on the street, like, Brit, Brit. And so I came out. Did I come out? Yeah, you came out, and we couldn't get dinner. Because we couldn't tell her. Because you couldn't in. get back, back in no. once you had come out. Yeah. So, and we couldn't contact her. And she was just booking you. Booking you on the day floor, being a mate, having the time of her life. And we went down to the beach. Yeah. She relaxed. Just hung out. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And that was pretty much the end of the trip, I yeah. think. Yeah, then we came back up to Christchurch. Oh, no, we didn't talk about going to um, um, the where the waterfall is, and I've just gone completely blank and forgotten the name, and you go through... The field. Do you remember the field? The hilarious photo of Bindu <gasps> running in the field. Oh, um, the, um, and, I, and I talk about it all the time. Something and I sound. Yeah, Milford Sound. Milford Sound. We went to Milford Sound and we also, we went to the glacier. We went to Fox Glacier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And we did that walk. Yeah. 
And again, like, if I had my time over, I would have done the other the walk on the actual one. ice. You know that one? Yeah, the helicopter, the helicopter one. one. Yeah. yeah. The big one. It was expensive, but, like, I feel like... You're there, you travel, might as well. You just need to, like, bite the bullet and spend the money. Learned a lot from the trip. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing to keep in mind, like, the top deck's expensive. Like, I felt like it was pretty expensive. It was, yeah. But like, New Zealand is expensive. Yeah, our trip was, I think it was about, was it six grand each for yeah, roughly. the top deck? So I think it was like 5,800 or something, so almost six grand. Yeah. yeah, so it includes accommodation, it includes like all breakfasts and some lunches or dinners. Yeah, it was like the occasional lunch and dinner was included. Um, and I said accommodation. And like it includes obviously the transport, like because they take you to all the different places and like that's about it, I think. Yeah. So I mean, and there are some lot. included activities, and like you know, they always do like the, um, the tour when you first arrive in a different place and things like that. Like I feel like you you are getting like your money's worth in a way that it's super social, yeah. and it's you have that ease of travel. Yeah. Especially if you're a first time traveler, and you don't have to stress about like arranging transport yeah. like getting to places it's a and... really good introduction I think. yeah i would never go back to new zealand and do a tour again because i don't need to like i would just hire a car and drive myself like yeah it's not something i need to do now and i feel confident enough now to be able to do those sort of things but then i didn't at all mm. like if we if me you and Bina had never gone on that trip and we we're talking about doing a trip now i reckon if we were planning it we would just be like let's just hire a car yeah and we would just drive around ourselves and yeah. have a fun time yeah, but it's no, it's definitely good for younger people, I think. Yeah. Especially like, because we were like 19's pretty young. Yeah. To go like by yourself. So yeah. that was good. And then, yeah, just like be mindful that like it's not to always bring extra money for the activities that aren't included. Like yeah. the glacier, I think it was an extra like $300 or something. Maybe even more. I have a feeling it was nearly like 500 Yeah. To yeah. do that, um, that part. And then like also like, I mean, New Zealand, it's so expensive. Like, the Canyon Swing, all those, like, a lot of people did, um, what's the... Bungee jumping. jumping. Yeah. So, like, all those things are upwards, 100, you know, Oh, yeah. And it just adds up. And the more you do, it just adds up. And regardless of even doing activities, like, I spent a lot and I didn't even do activities. Just the food yeah. is expensive. And, like, I don't know, just, like, souvenirs and... Yeah. Yeah, just all those things. Like, admissions. A lot of the admissions into, like, just things that we were looking at were already paid for. Yeah. Um, like, the National Park was included. Like, I don't think yeah. I had to pay anything to do the hike. Yeah. Only to hire... I hired, like, boots and some other stuff. Yeah. Which was, like, 30 bucks or something, but... Yeah. But you get a list, like, before you leave. So you can appropriately, like, plan for it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so it it takes you back to Christchurch to end and we were coming back in and my granddad met us there to pick us up, which was hilarious. And I hadn't seen him in years and he was genuinely like, because he's not super tech savvy or anything. So he hadn't even really seen a photo of me for a really long time. And um, and he's like, I, how am I going to know which one Emily is? <laughs> it's not Bindu. <laughs> you know I'm tall. Um, uh, so that was really cool and... We stayed at his place, um, <laughs> which was hilarious. And, like, after the first night, the next day when you guys were meant to be leaving, was it the next day? Was it the, the day, day that you were leaving? we were leaving, we, like, walked down to, like, kind of the shops area. To Burger King. Burger King for lunch. And I remember we were sitting in Burger King. 
Yeah. And all of a sudden... I was about to get a refill for my drink because you can actually refill your drinks at Burger King there. Yeah. You just walk up and fill it, which is so cool. And then, bam! <laughs> Everything started, like, shaking. Like, violently. And the floor, because I got up, my... So, You're my... I had the worst reaction. I wanted to run for the front door, which was all glass, to just get out. All I could think was I need to get out of this building because I was, I was having a proper, like, a proper physical panic attack. And... I remember just sort of like, you know, when everything goes in like really fast motion, I remember seeing the kids run and just jump under the tables. Yeah. And cause it went on for a really long time. And I remember hearing afterwards, they were like, we haven't had one that big that has gone on for that long in a long time. And you can hear all of the sirens going off. Like you yeah. can see everything physically shaking. And I remember on my feet feeling under my feet, every different direction, the ground was coming up under me like you could feel it moving almost like a wave under you and it just kept going and it was just so violent and like i just nothing (laughs) i can't i i think about it and i feel a bit sick like it's just you explaining it it's like i feel like you're getting anxious yeah it was awful it was on and i don't know how it's something i still think about i just like so much credit to people that can live and get used to a situation like that and can handle it like so gracefully because I just can't imagine the stress of not knowing when something like that will just happen. And obviously it could happen here, but at the likelihood of it being that bad is a lot lower than, than somewhere like Christchurch where they're yeah. under a fault line and, you know, and a bad fault line. It's not, you know, just a small fault line. So it's, it's terrible. I just can't, I just, yeah. That was crazy. Just like the last day. And I remember like, I just like, I just copied what everyone else was doing. They're all just getting under the tables mm. and like, Bina was so she was so up. chill. It's like nothing happened. She was so chill. Yeah. Do you know I went straight outside when I ended, and they were like, "We need to call you an ambulance." Yeah. And I was like, "No, I'm I'm fine." Like, I just didn't expect that, which yeah. is stupid because we're in Christchurch, and I should have expected it, but they hadn't had know, a big you, one. You know, of all people. Yeah, yeah, because my family lives there, and I heard all about it when all the bad stuff was going on. I was there in 2011 after the big one. Like, I saw the destruction. It was awful. Um. And then I remember walking back to your granddad's house and he was just like out the front waiting because he knew that you'd be like just beside yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And he was just like not even phased by it. Like I know he was, I knew, I heard him talking to mum, um, after it happened and he was phased by it, but he was trying to put on like a A brave, a really brave face because he knew like how worried I was. And I just remember the rest of the trip, like I was having such a good time. It was amazing to be able to spend, like, quality time just with him because it's not really an opportunity I've ever had in my life. Yeah. So, like, I'll be so grateful for that forever. But um, I just remember being like, I just need Melbourne. <laughs> like, I just need my home. I just wanted, like, mum. I just wanted to give mum and dad a hug. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Big one. And then <laughs> this is literally, like, four hours before we were leaving for the airport. Yeah. And then I remember there was talk, because it was, what was the, um, what's the word? The size of the earthquake? You know when they... Yeah, yeah, the, on the Richter scale. So it was like, it was, it was nearly set, uh, yeah, it was like 6.3 or something. Yeah. So it was, but the difference is the depth. So mm-hmm. it was like less than like a kilometre deep or something. So it was super shallow and that's why it was so violent. Whereas... Mm-hmm. When we get them here, they might be like 200, 300 kilometers deep and they're like a two on the Richter scale. Yeah. So that's why the ones we feel here are like a tiny quick shudder 
and you see like if you have a glass cabinet or something you will see it or you think just a truck has gone past and that's it yeah whereas there it's like you can't not notice that like you're i felt like i was in a movie when i was yeah yeah, it did feel like that didn't it and like i just yeah it's such a weird like thinking about it's so weird to describe Mm. like the yeah looking back um, but yeah, we were like, we were like, oh, are we going to be able to fly out? Because there was kind of like things saying... Because they shut the airport completely when stuff like that happens. Because I have to check over all of the tarmac because that can affect like the wheels of the plane and, you know, for takeoff and landing and things like that. So no one can come in and land until it's 100% safe. And they have to check the building because if the airport building, something happens to the building and there's all those people in there, like that's a disaster. Yeah. Um, and there was like real damage from that earthquake. Like there was some kids in a cave down in, on, um, like I think it's Brighton beach, which is just around the corner from where we were staying. Hmm. Cause we were quite close to the beach. Um, had caved in and they were stuck in there. Oh my God. And like there, there was like proper damage done and people, no one died, but, um, yeah, it wasn't good. Like, <laughs> It was a pretty crazy. big one. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily enough, the I think, yeah, they closed the airport, but we, we still got on our flight. It was, mm. I think it was a little bit delayed, but... Yeah, because you had, a, like, a night flight, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So that all worked out well, but um, <laughs> what an experience. I just remember hey? seeing you, like, when we dropped you guys off at the airport, <laughs> and we the funniest part was we drove under, because where you drop off at the airport, you go under, like, through the car park to get there. And I remember granddad being like, mm, not a good spot if there is another earthquake. We better get out of here quick. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't deal with another week of this. And <laughs> oh. just see, like, when I waved goodbye to you guys, like, this, I was like, this, this could, could very well be the last time. <laughs> like, I genuinely was saying goodbye. Like, was, yeah. Oh. Funny. But yeah. But overall, I think we had a bloody great trip. Great trip. This is a good amount of time. Like, it, yeah. it was long, but we, I feel like we saw everything and we experienced so much. Yeah. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. At the time, I was pretty <laughs> scarred from the whole thing. <laughs> but I think it, um, it helped me for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And another travel story <laughs> I'll share. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all for today, mate. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, no. No? No. Fantastic. Did we shout out Mac? We did shout out Mac. Friend of the show. Thanks everyone for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this travel sort of ep. Yeah, we'll put up some photos of the trip and just reference to things we spoke about on the Instagram at havingayarn.podcast. Come have a yarn with us there. Yeah. Um, And we'll see you in next week's ep. Woo! Bye now. (laughs)